0: Welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just... guys, welcome back to the show. So lately I've been really feeling connected to the spiritual side of life and trusting when things don't go as planned and understanding that life is only about flow and not force. So when something doesn't work out, well, what is the deeper meaning there or is there A better option that needs to flow through. So, for myself today, this showed up. Um, I had recorded last night and the recording didn't work. I'm actually back at the studio for a bit because the editing and stuff is definitely not good for my vibration. And ironically, this episode here is about raising your vibration and cultivating a relationship with you and embracing all of yourself and uh, that does mean learning things and it also means noticing when something is draining you and editing was definitely draining me it was actually causing anxiety so for a little for a little bit longer I am at the studio with Tashi and I'm so grateful to be here and maybe I'm here for life who knows I'd like to begin by reading this paragraph written by Spirit Daughter, Jill Winterstein of Spirit Daughter. I love following her. And when I read this this summer when I was going through it, it really, really resonated with me. So I thought I'd just share it with you to start this episode out. Transformation. Can feel. Overwhelming. Confusing. Uncomfortable. Heartbreaking. Exhausting. Lonely. Ungrounding. liberating fulfilling exciting awakening joyful hopeful and always Worth it all. Transformation also, in my opinion, gives you deep wisdom and deep perspective. So, what I mean by that is when we go through it, by going through it and living that experience, we are able to see and feel how others are feeling and really help them as they're going through it too. So you may or may not know this, but this summer I did go through a very, it felt very depressing time and it also felt like a transformational time. And now that I'm through it, I see that it was a beautiful rebirth that had a lot of pain as well, but it was a rebirth. I'm not the same woman that I was then. In fact, I would even dare to say I feel like I went more from the girl to the woman, if that makes sense. That's how much I experienced. I am grateful for it. Because it's made me really connect with my life a lot deeper and just feel connected to my calling as well, which is this stuff. My calling is just sharing to the small percentage of the planet that really resonates and has found me and just how I come. And I love that I know that I am not for everybody. Absolutely not. And when you understand that, it really does give you a sense of a deep exhale because you can just be like, that's okay that you don't get me because I know people who get me and I get them. And you just, you don't need to force yourself, right? So I have noticed, I'm sure you've noticed too, we're all noticing in these times that we are really forming our soul families. We're really forming those people that, or I should say, those souls that we really resonate with. So this week, somebody who's very, very dear to me, very special, navigating a really hard time in his life, a depression. And when I found out about it, a few of my family members thought, well, maybe it's not good for you to go down and, and see him at this point because you also just came through something, and maybe it will trigger something in you. And all I thought was, no, I it won't trigger anything in me. I just, I, I need to connect with him. My intuition told me that I could help. So got in my vehicle. I drove first and stopped to my favorite place. Well, one of them. I have a few. And this place is very, very high vibrational. It's rocks on the ocean. And the way the water comes in and bubbles over those rocks on a windy day, super powerful. And also on a sunny day, it's a beautiful spot to sit and look out and be. I also love bringing a journal there. So this place, it seems every time I've ever gone, it's like, I feel so good here that I feel, I mean, there's been times that I feel so happy in this place that I get happy tears. So that's like joyous tears. I don't know if you've ever felt that, but wow, it's a beautiful feeling. So I went to this place first on my way to ground myself and also to say a prayer that I would be able to go there and just give him what he needed. And then I went to his place and uh, there were a few other people there too. And I just walked in and he was sitting in his favorite chair, his lazy boy that overlooks the water. It's a really cozy room and the Christmas tree lights were on, but he was really, really sad. It didn't matter that he lived on a beautiful property, that he had a family. It didn't matter that the sun was shining that day. He was depressed. He was deeply depressed. And when you're in that dark place, that rock bottom, it's hard to get up and see the light again. It's really, really hard. So I went in with compassion and I just got on the rocking chair with him and just gave him a hug. I asked him first, can I give you a hug? And he said yes. So I gave him a hug. I asked one of the people who was with me that day, how long did we hug? And he was like, I think anywhere between a half hour and 40 minutes. So we just hugged heart to heart. It was healing. It was healing. I felt the vibration of our hearts and I felt his heaviness dissolve and he softened and it was just like he just needed that understanding and that embrace and I'm sure the prayer that I said and the grounding that I did before going and the intention setting that I did really really helped and it also helped that I listened to the guidance of spirit when I was I thought of going home to pick up my either my sage or my palo santo something to cleanse his space so when because I was away when I found out about this before heading over and uh So I was like, yeah, I'll go home. And then, of course, I get in my car and there is a piece of Palo Santo already in my car. And I just felt I am so divinely guided and supported. And it makes me so grateful. And uh, later that night, I was taking care of my happiness and I just went outside with my hula hoop and... I was just kind of like at first just listening to music and stuff. And then I decided to just kind of look up at the stars and say a prayer for that person and his family, all the people who were hurting because of their empathy towards him and their love towards him. And as I was doing that, as I was praying, just with my heart, just thinking of him and them, pouring my heart energy towards them, I just felt those happy tears again. And I was feeling those happy tears because I felt so grateful that I had gone through what I had gone through this summer so that I could be there for people who are going through it now so even in our darkest moments life is happening for us and not to us believe this with all your heart believe this with your entire being this is a nice paragraph that does an excellent job of describing this and it's sourced from my warrior goddess training book by Heather Ash Amara but every time I am willing to look within I am so grateful for every experience every obstacle every learning because I've learned to use everything that arises in my field of awareness as a tool to discover who I truly am. So that's by Heather Ashamara. And I'd also like to add that it's a tool to discover how you can help others as well, how you can connect with other people who have lived that type of experience after you, that obstacle after you, that are going through the learning after you. So I would also love to share just a few of the things that really did help me when I was in that rock bottom place. And I will say, even though I did come out of the rock bottom, I still do have days where, well, I did, lately no, but I mean, maybe I will again, I'm sure I will, I am still human, even though I do feel much more of a spiritual being ever since, really prioritizing authenticity and prioritizing embracing my weird and just doing exactly what I feel like doing and uh, trusting. So it's a beautiful place to be. So let's just say we have a great season coming up. And for those of you who do want to work deeper with me, I have monthly self-development workshops. I'll have the link in the comments below if you're interested. So some of the things that i found really helped in my rock bottom. And these, I'm not going to go as far as putting them in orders of importance. I'm just kind of doing whatever I thought of here. So don't look at it as order of importance. I think they're all very, very important. So the first one that did help me, but I struggled with and I notice that it's, it's uh, something that I struggle with and many others do. And that is, I did have my phone and an act of healing for me was to turn it off, to choose to turn it off. So on those days that my phone was off, it was easier. But here are the really big ones, the really big healers. Movement, movement of your body. So that can be stretching, just stretching how you want to stretch. Yoga, Um, I'm giving examples here, Qigong, hiking, dancing. In my case, I love to hula hoop. Maybe you want to take a skipping rope to get your heart rate up, maybe a skate on the rink. So if you can move your body when you're feeling low, maybe hit the slopes with your snowboard, go for a walk, all of these things are very good for mental health. Finding your healers, your spiritual team, who bring you the healing that you resonate with so in my case I invested in sound healing a lot on my healing journey and I believe sound healing will be a part of my routine for well I mean probably the rest of my life I would love to go to a sound bath at least once every few months it's just so healing so I did an eight-hour sound bath with Dana and Terry and it was in the Bay of Fundy. There was a cottage there in the Bay of Fundy with a big old burn fire pit in the center, and just a bunch of yoga mats surrounded by gongs, crystal bowls, metal, singing bowls, all of the things, as well as they sang to us, so for eight hours, but with little breaks to recharge with, you know, tea and muffins or whatever. And then we'd go back to it. So it was a very, very healing day. And I felt very, very shifted after that. And recently as well, I went to see Terry at his private sound healing space. And it was a beautiful one-on-one session. It began with a little bit of coaching. And I really admire Terry for his... He just seems like a very grounded, wise man. And that one-on-one and that one-on-one healing with Terry was really great because it was a personalized session where he started with a bit of coaching and then had me lay down on the treatment bed. He saged me and like said a prayer of intention and a blessing, and then placed a bowl on my stomach, and there were gongs all around, and uh, it was so good. And the energy that I did feel that was stuck definitely released, and I felt much more empowered after that. Reiki massage therapy, those are some of the things that I would make sure to prioritize and spend time and invest money into. But I will say we are our own healers as well and we can be our own healers and even our own energy healers. So connecting with your chakras, doing chakra work, the movement like I said earlier but here are some other ways that you can be your own healer so journal writing and I mean writing things like your release letter so things that you really want to get rid of whether it be patterns or influences in your life to write those out with intention and then burn them I do this in many of my workshops we will do this as homework Another thing is even just journal writing, whatever comes to mind, because journaling is definitely a connection to your soul, to who you really are. It comes out as we write, lighting sage and saying a prayer or an intention or a release. and this is my favorite one that has worked to move my own energy out of my body is like to move the bad stuff out and the good stuff in making an energetic declaration by hiking to the top of a hill or a mountain and looking out at the view and just yelling out or screaming out the stuck energy out of your body that may sound scary but my goodness it shifts me like it totally shifts me like a bolt of lightning does and then after that the views are way more magical too I mentioned music in the energy healing work I'm mentioning music again this was a huge part of my own healing journey and how I believe I I can help others in their hurt, healing journey as well, is soothing playlists. So I created soothing playlists for me to sleep to. I listened to music all night long on those nights that I was really hurting. I was living in a tiny cabin at this place called La Solitude, and it was a beautiful spot, and there was no talking allowed there, and, uh, my cabin had a wood stove, a single bed, a little kettle, and stovetop, and a rocking chair, it did have a desk as well, and, uh, my favorite was the tin roof, because when it rained, and it rained so much when I first got there, and I think it's because I was releasing a lot too, and, uh, just that sound of the rain on the tin roof it was really great so in that little cabin i had soothing playlists that i listened to and a friend of mine also sent me a playlist that she made for me and it was called better days if you want it i will share it with you just send me a little message on instagram I thought that was such a nice gesture, a nice way to help someone when they're down is create a playlist for them. I love that. And also creating music to dance to, to move your body to. So back when you're moving your body, here's a reminder to move your body. Have music that you love to move your body to. And as low as you feel, music does have that power to lift you right up it's spiritual it's not worldly it's it's not of this earth it's bigger than the earth it's spiritual and then another thing that I did was find a magical place to connect with spirit so for me this was in nature I mentioned earlier that beautiful place with the rocks and the water um the waves all of that I mentioned that place that's one of the magical places I found another magical place this summer as well. And that was a place called Beaumont Road. It's native land and it it goes all the way the expanse of, well, all along the expanse of the river. It was just my place to go because La Solitude had so many walking trails and all kinds of beautiful things to do, lots of beautiful land to be on that also was very, very magical. But I was craving a place that I wouldn't see anyone and also a place that I could bring my speaker with my playlist and my hula hoop and because hula hooping is definitely... Something that I I am just, I can't even get over how good it makes me feel. I'll probably do a whole episode on it sometime soon. In hopes that I can convince some of you to take this up as well. But I would go down there and hula hoop because at La Solitude it was a silent retreat center. So we were not able to play music either. So... In search of a place that I could hula hoop in private with music is how I found this beautiful road that vibrates with me and that's the thing. As we vibrate higher, we're met with higher vibe people and places and things and experiences and jobs and all of it. It's just a whirlwind of attraction. So I'm down on this beautiful road, Beaumont Road. Let me tell you a magical moment about Beaumont Road. I resonated with that place, that road. It was like every time I'd go down there, the colors were different. They were way more vibrant. And I started to see owls there on Beaumont Road in the daytime, that's not very common. There was a duck pond that I found on Beaumont Road that reminded me of my beautiful, beautiful Roxy, who passed over. In August, she was my gorgeous golden retriever, our gorgeous golden retriever, me and Tyson. I'm not even going to edit that part out because that was just a little tear for her. But when I saw the duck pond, it felt like she was with me on our walks, on my walk at Beaumont Road. And uh, there were many magical things, like I'd find a beautiful plot of sunflowers at the entrance of this farmer's tractors field that went all along the marsh that I chose to bike ride and it was just so cool because like there were the view of the river there were cows everywhere which was amazing like in the distance and uh the grasses that were growing looked a lot like pompous grass and I just felt like I was in this fantasy it just felt like a fantasy like I was in this portal like and you know even things like seeing an old vintage Porsche driving on that road I'm like am I dreaming look at that beautiful car and the people driving it I met them and they were just the most wonderful interesting people and it's just an example of what you you seek is kind of like what you get as long as you believe I would either sit in my tailgate and journal and look at the sunset or I would like I said, hula hoop, or I would just walk. And I also loved to pick myself little wildflower bouquets from the side of the road. And another beautiful magical moment that happened was before I started picking flowers off the side of the road, I had gone to my friend Jackie's place as a visit. I really didn't go to many people throughout my healing journey. I really tried to stay by myself to give myself the space I needed to hear my own voice speak because I was really going through a lot and I knew that it was kind of like an inward cave thing that I needed to face to get through. So that's what I did. But one night I came to town just for a brief tea and uh, she had these beautiful white dried flowers in her entranceway and she's very well known like I know her as the type who would dry beautiful flowers so it's like did you pick those outside they're so beautiful and she said yes and she said they are called pearly everlastings and uh so I was like wow so beautiful and then I went to Beaumont Road that night to watch the sunset after Jackie's and I pulled my truck over at the part of the road that I always park in it was my own little place where I would park every time and I get out of my truck and I notice that there are pearly everlastings growing all along the little area where I parked and I was like oh amazing how interesting that um, I never noticed until seeing them at Jackie's place and then I went for a walk And I noticed that the pearly everlastings were only at the length of where I parked and they were nowhere else up and down that road. To me, that was just a beautiful confirmation of, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, I've got you. There is a beautiful higher power in this life that takes care of us. So if you are going through it, do your best to Yes, feel everything you need to feel. Feel it all. And also, understand that there are two sides. And what side are you choosing? Are you choosing the one that fuels negativity? Or are you choosing the one that feels positivity? And I'm not talking about spiritual bypassing. I am talking about doing the hard thing if You know, if you have to leave a situation that is hard to leave, but you're doing it for because you're listening to your positivity, like what you know you need, or if you're choosing to, um, I just, I don't even really need to give examples, I don't think, like things like for me, I use my, I'll use myself as an example here, my phone addiction, I have been addicted to this phone of mine. For a very long time and there are days where I find myself so addicted to it and I get so pissed off at myself because I know I'm feeding the darker side. Like, that's what I mean by dark. I don't mean your shadows. I don't mean your imperfections. I mean the stuff that takes you away. Neil Young just came out with, Neil Young and Crazy Horse, they just came out with a new song and it's called Welcome Back. And the first time I heard that song, I listened to it, I think, four times on repeat. And it's an 8 minute and 23 second song, I think. No, 8 minute and 27 second song. The lyric in it is, shade is shade is shade is shade, and it pulls you in. Um, and it sucks you dry or something like that, something along those lines and it's true. It doesn't matter how bad, if it makes you feel shade, if it makes you feel like it pulls you away from how you wanna feel, whether it be people pleasing, saying yes when you really mean no, whatever it is, like there are many extremes of shade. It doesn't have to be what you would typically think is shade let's take a moment and let's think of ourselves. We're going to think of others and we're going to think of our world. So we're going to spend a little bit of intention here. On shining our light. This is a way of feeling the way we are energy healers, each and every one of us. Because when we choose light, we're very, very powerful. And we help, we help raise people's moods. We help bring harmony into our everyday lives. And by doing that, that ripples. Just like a stone is thrown into a body of water. The ripples. It doesn't take much. Okay, so let's take this moment. This is the Medha Bhavana prayer. So you can say it out loud with me, or you can just repeat it quietly in your inner sanctuary. You can just feel the words, send them out through your heart, but feel them. And even bring a smile to your face maybe as you say it, if that feels right. These are all just suggestions. May I be happy May I be healthy May I be free of suffering May I be free of mental anxiety May I live in peace May my life be filled with ease May you be happy May you be healthy May you be free of suffering May you be free of mental anxiety May you live in peace May your life be blessed with ease May we be happy May we be healthy May we be free of suffering May we be free of mental anxiety May we live in peace May our lives be blessed with ease So lately, I see people around me supporting each other and it's it's very, very beautiful to see and feel. These are harder times for sure. But they're definitely bringing out our pillars of light or I guess similar to the ways like our rock, our foundations, our pillars. Our I'm trying to find the word, I guess I'll say similar to the way that trees all stand connected. Like you see them in your yard or in the forest. You know, they seem to be apart, but deep down in the layers of the soil and the dirt. They're connected through their root systems. So it's just like all of us. We may not be together, but we're all connected still. you have people you have people who are there for you in your corner and if you do not don't you worry because you will find those people your job is to heal yourself start healing yourself even just starting that journey you do not need to do a 180 at all but committing to yourself to start that journey of becoming authentic and real and healing yourself and accepting yourself and really working through what you need to work through in this life. You will. You will find your people. You will find them. It is science. Like attracts like. I was hiking the other day and I noticed big, tall, sturdy trees and many of them had multiple trunks. I was like, I was kind of curious about that. I was wondering, I was like, these are really big, beautiful, tall, healthy trees with big trunks, and they're multiples. And since that experience, I've seen many, but this was the first time I noticed it, how strange. And I was telling my sister about that, and she was like, yeah, did you know that hardwood trees, They will grow another trunk if the main trunk is damaged or if it's cut down. And I just thought, how cute is that? Like, what a beautiful analogy that nature gave us. It's kind of like family and friendships and communities. We are all doing that the same thing. If one of us is down, how can the other one stand tall? How can the other one, you know, like we are all rooted energetically. I think that's the best way to say it. So be there when you can and accept when you can't be there. Accept from others when you can't be there. We had a lovely talk today. I really, really enjoyed it. And if you're listening on Sunday when this airs, It will be still a beautiful full moon up in the sky. It's technically on Saturday, the full moon, but on Sunday too, it'll be just so beautiful and the energy will still be there. So I send you all of the wishes of connection and that you take that time for you and just give yourself a little healing wherever you need healing. And before we go, I would love to read you a card from my Gaia Oracle deck. I read one to you the other day, and I think I may continue with this little tradition. It's a really nice check-in, and it's a lovely way to get a little guidance for the week ahead. So here we go. I'm just going to take a moment to shuffle my cards, also to turn on the light because I'm sitting here in the studio. I am at the studio again. Editing is not my thing right now. And there's a salt lamp glowing. I turned the main lamp off. So I love creating sacred space and I do hope that you're in your sacred space as well. So let me turn that main light on. As I do this and as I shuffle, just get quiet and tune in to your heart and just set the intention of what you would like to have guidance on. Okay, so this card actually dropped to the floor when I was shuffling and I wasn't going to use it because I thought a few of them dropped. But when I picked them up, the one that was on the outside was the exact same card from yesterday. So I know that we're meant to have an experience with this card. So this is for one of you. I believe it's for all of you. I believe we are energetically connected we are our own little community this is called Flame Tree the start of something new the card itself has two beautiful big trees standing very very tall lush greenery there is flames beneath and it looks like a sun or moon up in the sky dripping onto the flames and underneath the flames is the roots of those two beautiful tall trees and they're all intertwining together so wow that also references the story I told earlier about the analogy of trees so I just think it's so beautiful the synchronicity so here's the message the start of something new a creative spark has ignited from deep within your soul and this will soon develop into a passionate flame through which a new idea will come to you this card heralds the start of something new this could be a new area of study a new business or a new interest of some kind. Whatever it is, it will develop progressively and steadily, and it just keeps on growing. It will develop into a deep passion and remain a significant part of your life for years to come. You will thank your lucky stars for discovering something that you truly love to be and do for the time being all you need to do is relax relax simply keep an open mind and an open heart over the next few weeks and pay attention to your intuition And your affirmations I encourage you to write these out on a post-it and put them on your bathroom mirror for the week and I'll come to you next week with new affirmations unless we get the same card again affirmation a creative flame glows within my heart Creative flame glows within my heart and illuminates my mind. I am ready to start something new. My heart and mind are open to new possibilities. My dream becomes my reality. I do what I love, and I love what I do. I think that's a beautiful beautiful way to close today an encouragement to work through and love your darkness love the wounds love yourself enough to work through and heal transmute and transform you are a beautiful beautiful being of light and it is an honor to be here on earth with you. Keep glowing up your communities. Till we speak again. Bye for now.